You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. With me this week is Ryan Geddes. Hi. Jack DeVries is here. Hey, crossover Koopalings. And Greg Miller. Correct and whip. Dun, 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 dun. How are you guys doing? Awesome. Uh, good. Flying. It's Friday. Oh, did you have some more caffeinated marshmallows? I did not. I'm just running on uh, coffee, and uh, I just, as you said, let's go downstairs, I turned to my computer monitor there, and the DC Universe Online beta just installed. Done. Nice. I can go okay. play it whenever. Right. Wow. And, I, and you, uh, I can't imagine, I can't believe that you decided to come to GameScoop instead of playing I know, I know. Well, DC I know. You get a, you, you're, if listeners don't know, you're like having a second girlfriend. <laughs> you get very emotional, and you'll shake it, you'll guilt me about things. It's like, ah. Fine. A, hot, a hot girlfriend, though. Oh, totally. Yeah. Smoking hot girlfriend. So what character but are you going to make in DC Universe I'm gonna make Online? A hero. Okay. Here's the big problem right now. Greg Miller is at a dilemma, an apex of life, if You're you will. You're at a dilemma. An yeah. apex of life? I'm taking a strange corner. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> How much of the beta do I want to play? I, I have a character in mind of what I want to make. I want to make a hero. I'm going to make him a young... Uh, this is all going up in a giant uh, Nick Cole and Greg Miller joint today. Of, of our, We went to Austin and played it for a long time. Uh, I want to make uh, like a Robin-looking kid who's going to wear a, just a t-shirt and jeans, and the, the t-shirt will be a Mizzou t-shirt with a gold M on it, and a black and gold cape probably. Do I want to make that kid in the beta and then try to remake him when it comes out? Do I, I want to be a hero, so do I play the beta as a villain? How many hours do I let myself invest in the beta? I'm thinking I, Christine's dog comes in on Saturday, so I've got to make sure that and Pertillo get along fine. Then Sunday, I'm thinking about blowing them all off and just going to the office and playing this all day. Do I really want to play all day? Because then, I mean, I'm thinking about taking days off when the game really comes out. 
Wow, you're really excited about this I, game. Apex of dis- dilemma decisions are on the corner right now. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. You have I a, don't have the answers either. You have it rough. I do. <laughs> I think that you should go ahead and make the character you want to make. You think so? Because yeah. a lot of times when you you know you make a character, it doesn't come out the exact way you want it yeah, the first yeah. time anyway. So That's the thing, too, right? Get out of my system, learn what I like as far as power is, then my, my real character where I'm getting the trophies. That's what I'm doing. Exactly. Really. Totally, yeah. yeah. Feel it out. Um, And don't you get... You get some sort of like special items or something by being oh, there's in like the beta? A, yeah, there's a special costume or something. I forget what it is. Is that just for like being in it, or do you have to like get to a certain point? I'll just play I think it's that just point. for being in it. Okay, and, but I don't know what it is. It's delayed, so I got a long time to wait anyway. Yeah. Gettis, did you know that your picture's showing up big in your article here? <laughs> Gigantic. <laughs> yeah, thanks. We're working on that, people. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was, I was telling uh, the Hillary I wanted to make it stretch all the way across the screen, but I couldn't figure out how to do that. <laughs> you were playing uh, Gears of War 3 multiplayer. I was. I played it uh, Monday and Tuesday. And? It's really good. Yeah. Uh, it's it's Okay, so the big caveat here is we don't know how this is going to work once it comes out. Okay, so, I mean, <laughs> we, we play it at at the developer's studio. They sit us down. They It's a controlled environment. We don't know if it's going to work online, right? Like it... Like it should. Gears of War 2 didn't when it came out, so mm-hmm. all we can say is like what we're experiencing while it's working. Um, but the great news is, the big news, dedicated servers. Which was not the case with 2? Which was not. The Gears of War has never had dedicated servers. So what that means, of course, is that it should eliminate the host advantage that's just been a problem in Gears of War ever since the first game. Uh, so that should happen. They're going to do a public beta. We don't know exactly when, but it's going to be in er- the early part of the year. They're fixing a ton of things that people wanted fixed in uh, Gears of War, you can read my preview to find out all of the like nitty-gritty details. But the most important thing is it played great, it felt great, the new weapons are great, um, it's a little bit faster. Like The second game felt a little bit tankier than the first game. The controls are really... Tankier. Like yeah, thank you. I coined. Uh, yeah, so it's it's really good. I, I had a blast, and the epic guys were great, and uh, yeah, it's really good. But you know, I'm a huge Gears fan, but I was really disappointed with the multiplayer in Gears Two. I talked a lot about it, mm-hmm. so I'm really like still holding my excitement back for whether or not the dedicated servers will actually like fix it. I don't really have a sense of how big a game Gears of War is. Big a game? Like it, uh, it, how popular it is? Like, well, Gears of War is a huge uh, is it still? franchise, but I mean, yeah, it's, sell it's, shirts it's, at Hop Topic. <laughs> yeah, once it, sure. once they sell a shirt, you know your shirt at Hot Topic. <laughs> really? Yeah, God, you've never well, mentioned that. Damn it, we've been to the mall many times, and we've walked by Hot Topic, and you've never said, "Hey, did you know I used to work?" At I Hot know Topic? it's just it's not something I usually like. You know, brag. I was there about, once, and they called out to him. Hey, Dave, <laughs> we need help on the register, David. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, those days are over. Do you ever just when you go in there, do you just kind of instinctively fold shirts? That are, it's hard for me, yeah. When yeah. I see that, like people like will pick up a shirt and then they just throw it back, I'm like, oh, and I can't help but fold it back up nicely. You start polishing the chains on the chain wall. Mm-hmm. I saw that punch card with the tombstones, uh, and I'm supposed to get 10% off. Can you help me out? If with any that? of you need piercings, I can help you out with that too. I can do them right now if you. Let's if you want do it. Yeah. Actually, yeah, let's, let's all let's do get it right now. Right here. Uh, so Gears of War Three is still popular. They didn't lose fans. They uh, did. They did. Lose yeah. Fans. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure they did. Uh, if you go on the message boards, if you just kind of go online and, and look at what people are saying, they they really they really alienated a lot of their hardcore community when Gears of War Two did not work online out of the box. I mean, they they to their credit, they spent a lot of time patching it. They put a title update. Title update six that came out a few months ago was like <laughs> wow. I know I don't want to go too far down yeah. the rabbit hole this, but but. Title Update 6 was a huge improvement that fixed a lot of stuff. And what, what Title Update 6 actually was, 
in Gears 2 was a test bed for what they're doing in Gears 3. So they were actually running dedicated servers in the background with Title Update 6. And when you were playing Gears of War 2 online during that time, you didn't know it, but some people were playing on dedicated servers. So they were really trying to fix it. In my opinion, they did not they did not communicate with their fans that well during part of that time. But um, they, they seem to be really committed to fixing all the problems and to making it even better than it was in the first game. And they're doing a lot of community stuff. So anyway, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, but they're going to have to win a lot of people back. They have a year. They do, Keep yeah. The out. game was delayed. And, and they, they said that if they hadn't had that delay, they wouldn't have been able to do the public beta. Hmm. So um, When is the public beta? Did you say that? It's the early part of next year, but they haven't given a specific date yet. Okay. So we'll let you know. Uh, you're also a big fan of those Halo games. I do too. like the Halos. What, what did you think about the comments that the Mr. Halo guy said at uh, GDC Austin? It's very interesting. Joe Staten, <laughs> Mr. Halo. Joe, Joe Staten, he's, uh, he's uh, one of their lead writers. He uh, did a lot of work on ODST, and I'm um, assuming now he's one of the people heading up the new project, the multi-platform Activision project. Yes. Um, so his comment, he, he, he was giving a talk at GDC Austin. He said he wasn't going to talk about Halo, but apparently he couldn't help himself from dropping one very cryptic hint uh, so he was lamenting that Bungie spent 10 years creating a mega universe that players only experience for six to eight hours at a time. So his comment was, wouldn't it be great if we could make a world that was always there for you? Yeah, I think that's, um, people, people, a lot of people were like, oh, it's an MMO, you know, and I, I that, that could be, Whoa. who knows, that, that could be the case, but I don't I'm think so. I'm rolling my eyes, listeners. Yeah, I mean, Bun- that's not really Bungie's thing. It's not what they, what they do. So, but I think that what he's saying is really interesting because, you know what what the halo brand has done is it's branched out into a lot of different areas right graphic novels comics anime they're trying to make a movie they were going to make an episodic sort of content thing that peter jackson was going to work on that never panned out so they've always been thinking about like expanding and how can how what are the different ways people can get into this but i don't know when i when i heard about it i was like well what if there was like a mobile application where i could always see what's happening with my clan or it's giving me updates on um, you know what's been happening in the universe since I've been not playing, and you know Halo Waypoint that Microsoft <laughs> did. There's all of these possibilities. Master Chief is really let down by the new season of Community. <laughs> <laughs> actually, the new season of Community is really. Good. It's actually good. Yeah. yeah. No, it's really good. Is it good? I like Outsource too. You can watch that. I haven't watched Outsource, but it's okay. Community is awesome. Then. I love that show. Uh, is it Rubicon? Did anybody watch that show? No. What? I think it's, I think it's called Rubicon, and it's on AMC, and it's apparently really good. Ugh, AMC. What does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. Was that like one of your one of your fancy schmancy cable channels? When you don't, you don't watch Mad Men? Um, no, I I not that I not that it's not a great show because I've seen a few episodes and it's amazing. I just don't have time to get into it. I watch Dexter. You don't have time to get into it. Not AMC, but also a very good show. Yeah, Walking Dead on AMC this month. Can't wait. Starts this month. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Uh, Speaking of, of Walking Dead, why don't you give a shout out to the podcast you're listening to, or have you ever already done that on? No, we've never talked about it on GameScoop before. It sounds really interesting. Since the last GameScoop, I've started listening to uh, We're Alive. We are alive. We apostrophe R E R. It's called a contraction. We're alive. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what it is. I just want to make people were alive. We are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the zombiepodcast.com. It's a radio drama that's uh, like The Walking Dead or like any. It's a zombie movie in audio form. You're just listening in on these people's lives as they go about surviving a zombie apocalypse. It's very, very interesting. Uh, it's uh, I've been carrying my giant Metal Gear headphones around, which I usually don't take out of the office, but I put them on and just walk to work, walk back and forth. Now, when Pertilla wants to go outside, I don't get a lot. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. And I put on my headphones, <laughs> walk them a bit longer listening. It's great. 
Uh, it's free. It's a you know usually every episode is about twenty twenty five minutes somewhere in there. And it's a can you work dynamite on dynamite radio? Can you work on getting us guest spots? Yeah, no. Uh, they do We've... sponsorships in the beginning, and from the I, I I'm not caught up yet. I'm I'm into chapter ten, and currently I think there's fourteen chapters published. So uh, by the quality of who's sponsoring it, I can't imagine that we couldn't pool our money together and get a hey, <laughs> listen to Game Scoop kids because it's so far well, been reef aquariums. No, I'm, we're talking about we need to get we should be like guest. Yeah, I want to be on, on the, the show. show. We yeah. should, we need to cut a demo reel that includes our Resident Evil reenactment. Okay, yeah. I okay. think that's going to be all the the proof that they need. Okay, that yeah. sounds good. They can have our... a special episode where they you know come to the IGN offices. This is a great like zombie uh, hideout spot. Yeah, it's true. We got we got that security guard AJ at the front. Nothing yeah. ever Nothing is going to get past him. Yeah, he, is, uh, he does not solid. let stumbling, moaning people up the elevators <laughs> nope. at all. You wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't even get past the front door. <laughs> uh, we talk a lot on GameScoop about uh, me- the music game genre and how it's... Uh, in the a, best in a, genre in ever. A, in a decline. Oh. Its, its oh. peak was uh, quite, quite a while ago. Ubisoft thinks that the dance genre is the new king of music games. Thanks, Connect. Well, there's that. So they have, Ubisoft has Just Dance. Just Dance One. So they think is, that because their game sold a lot. <laughs> their game sold a hell of a lot. Yeah. And now they've got Just Dance Two coming out, which is going to also sell a hell of a lot. And they also have Kim Kardashian doing a, a commercial for Just Dance Two. That's actually a huge get. That's going to be a, really big for them. Uh, for those of us who recognize what Kim Kardashian looks like. Nope. Is she the who in the world the doesn't one? know who Kim Kardashian? I know is. who she is, but if she popped up, I would say. That's one of them Kardashians. You don't know which one Kim is? I don't she's either. She's the hot one, but oh like... There's God. like Courtney and Chloe. Yes. I know and... she's not the fat one. You no, know, no, she's not. She's the hottest one. <laughs> yeah, they Not all... the one that Greg met and hung out with. Yeah. No. Was this at the Activision party? Yeah, when I was below... I was in the <laughs> subterranean celebrity bunker <laughs> in case awesome. anything went wrong. <laughs> anyway, our uh, IGN's own Jim Riley, our news guy, was talking with uh, a, a VP of sales and marketing at Ubisoft. Tony Key. Tony says, this is, uh, he says, dance is the new king of the music category. This is going to be a big genre. How big? We don't know. But I wouldn't be surprised if next year, Just Dance is as big as Guitar Hero was at its peak. Uh, And this year alone, they're going to be releasing Just Dance 2, Just Dance Kids. Finally! And Michael Jackson, The Experience. Yeah, there's no way that's There's DLC now for Just Dance 2, right? They're doing that? That's like new? Yeah. Uh, Which is, I think that those are all on the Wii, too. Yeah, I think there's like free DLC for Just Dance for a, a Katy Perry song, right? Yeah, I think that's what have, I saw. Yeah, which is kind of, I mean, Wii games don't get a lot of DLC yeah. in general, but that kind of makes it a legit music. The, game and the fact that it's free, DLC. and then it's a really big artist like Katy Perry. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's significant. It's also worth noting that our favorite Connect game that we're most excited about is just or Dance Central. Uh, Wouldn't you say the only Connect game we're excited about? Well, uh, the the only launch game. Yes, we'll say that. Yeah. yeah. What about Connectimals? Well, get off! Get off! <laughs> I'm gonna rub your face! <laughs> Do you like it? <laughs> Can we reenact that as me, like in a little toddler t shirt running around? Yeah. School? I'm gonna say that dance games won't be as big as music games in general because I think dance games, the audience for that is very, very female. Yeah. But there are there are a lot of females. I know, but, but, they but that's only half. Like, I, I think, it, you know, Guitar Hero can be pl- enjoyed. Equally by males and females, right? Exactly. See, my thing with it is that Guitar Hero and Rock Band are like, there's something aspirational to that. Like, you, as a kid, you grow up seeing rock stars and you want to be like them. Mm-hmm. You want to, like, feel like you're playing guitar and rocking out like your favorite, like, bands and stuff. But with dance games, you don't, like, there's not the same sort of thing there. It's, it's like, uh, you know, 
dancing is fun and it, it's cool to get a bunch of people together and do it, but it's not like every kid grows up like, I want to be a dancer, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe they will surprise me and, and that will be true, but I, I agree with you. I don't think it's going to be quite that big. Yeah. Jack, Greg. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. My, my problem with the dance games is like, they do seem very female centric. Most of the ones I've seen, the moves are just like, they're not moves I want to bust out on the dance floor. They're like very like hip based and swishy, and it's like, well, all right, this is great if you're a girl, but I know like, it's like I look like a tool. Also, it's a pussycat doll song, so I sh- wouldn't be dancing to it anyway. So I don't want to move. I don't want to get up and move around. What Ever. about Ever. what about problem with everything? What about Sing Star Dance? No, that's that's dumb. That's like the that's the final nail in the Greg Miller coffin at Sing Star. Done. Thanks. Wow. Moving on. Speaking of music games, uh, Jackie reviewed Def Jam Rap Star. Hell yeah, yeah dude. This week. How about that? Well, how how that turn out? Oh, uh, it was good. You know, I like I like the game. It's um, but the you know, and I actually recommend that if people are, are hip hop fans that they get it and play it because it's got a lot of really cool features to it. But like ultimately, that the censorship on that game just like yeah. really kills it. So they edit a lot of language. Yeah, from so the song. it's all radio it's edits edited. of the song. So like. And it's just, it's overly edited to the point where it, it causes you to stumble over songs unless you know mm. all these songs by heart and stuff. Like, you're not going to do it. Every person who played it with me complained about that yeah. aspect of the game. And it's just kind of, it's a bummer. And I'm hoping that, like, DLC, they'll start releasing, like, uncensored tracks or, or something, anything. But I don't, I don't see that happening well, maybe, at all. I mean, there's always a disclaimer that says downloadable content not rated by the ESRB. Right, yeah. So they don't actually so, have to have them be radio edits. I mean, I think it'd probably, probably be bad PR for them to start releasing uh, tracks that say the N-word for over and over again. For a T-rated game, yeah. Well, but, do, they, yeah. do they just, like, when the objectionable words come in, do they blank them out or do they replace them with other words? They just blank them out. Yeah, see, that would totally mess unless, you up. Unless it's a, a a song that has a radio edit that was recorded mm, with different okay. words, like, uh, like Kanye West has, like, for Gold Digger, he just kind of, like, he puts stuff in there, it's not blanked out. Um, and then, like... Uh, a few other things uh Jeezy's put on, like he has some he has replaced things. But like that stumbles you up too, because if you really know the song, mm. you see a line that you don't recognize. Yeah. You also mentioned the words. You also mentioned that yeah. it's inconsistent, right? Like sometimes they'll bleep out ass, but sometimes not. Yeah, yeah, like like a Drake song bleeps out hose, but Snoop Dogg gets to say hose all he wants. <laughs> so like, I don't understand. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> Uh, you also reviewed Final Fantasy The Four Heroes of Light this week for DS. I did. Not working so hard, Jack. You're making us look bad. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do this week? You tried to play DC Universe? No, I didn't, yeah. even, I didn't even try. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. I, um, I, I like that game. It's it's very, very old school, like old SNES. School JRPG, but not in a bad yeah. way. Not in a bad way. So, like, it it's very reminiscent of, of like, Super Nintendo Final Fantasy games. Um, but like it's, but with some updated stuff, it's not like a straight translation where you feel it's dated. It's just kind of very, so like it has that kind of nostalgia feel to it, but Mm. it, it worked really well as a DS game. I don't know if it, like, if I would have liked it, if it was a full retail, like console game. But this is a new, this is a new game, right? It's a new Final Fantasy game. So here's the question then, like why, what's better about that game than like just buying Final Fantasy 3? on the DS and playing that. Like, because that's an old school... 
Final Fantasy game. Like, why, why, why would I buy? Would this I recommend? Would I recommend this one over the remake of Final Fantasy Three? Is yeah. that what you're asking? Because for me, I've already played that one, so I wouldn't buy that one again. Right. Um. But um. So it's like a Mega Man Nine kind of thing, where they're just going back and saying, "You want more of this old school experience? We'll just make a new game in that, in that style." And yeah, it's I mean, it's not like it's not as drastic as Mega Man Nine, which was like very much like that could have been in uh, right. that game. This one is is updated. It feels newer. It just is more like the SNES versions than, say, Final Fantasy Thirteen or whichever yeah, 13, thirteen is, yeah, yeah. which feels nothing like the Final Fantasy games of yesteryear. Does it have like random battles and? Yeah, okay. yeah, the, yeah. Random battles. I'm not a big fan of, but you know, it's in there. It's got it. They do it. Let me ask well. you this, Jack: Are there NPCs in the game? I don't know because I didn't put that in my review. Also, I will not tell you if there's a map. Okay. So All do right. not ask me. I'll have to see. You won't tell him. That was a one of the commenters got mad at my review because oh, I did not. Is there a map? Is there a map? Are there NPCs? You're not giving me enough information. And, and I, was like, I felt like those two things were pretty much given. <laughs> well, big DS releases are sort of dwindling out as the as we approach the release of the 3DS. But one of the last big I think releases of the year for the DS is next week. Super Scribble Nuts is coming out, and Sweet. Uh, I have that review going up today i believe <gasps> and it's very very good uh that's what you need to know they, does it work yeah they totally cool. fixed scribble knots it totally works now you can control maxwell with the d-pad and so it's great the the potential that we saw in scribble knots last year is finally realized so uh really really like delightful really clever little puzzle game maybe a little on the easy side i think especially now there's like this hint system whereas if you don't really know what sort of object they're looking for you can either buy a hint uh, you like when you solve a puzzle, you earn money, and then you can spend money to buy a hint. But also, if you just wait enough time, the hint unlocks itself. If you just wait like uh, like two minutes, the hint is unlocked. So it's kind of like mm. it's a little on the easy side, but uh, still very enjoyable. Like I I thoroughly enjoy playing the whole way through it. And of course, now they added adjectives, so you can make a mm, green giant walrus if you want. You know, something like that. Yeah, can't make a sexy. Finally. can't make a sexy giant. Can walrus, you make a shark octopus? So sexy is not an adjective you can use at all? No, you can't use sexy. Certain words like that. That's another reason why it's a little on the easy side and pretty tame words like that are, are censored out of it. So I feel It feels a little, kind of like a young adult game, hmm. but uh, I still you know, think it's really well done. It's really do you, good. Do you think that Scrope Nuts has already missed its opportunity? Like have people already played it and been like, oh, this wasn't what I thought it would be and now they're not going to go back? Even if you're like, no, now yeah. this is what you wanted. Or I think that'll happen with a lot of people. And I think also, like I said, it's just the DS is kind of done yeah. at this point. There's just not a lot of enthusiasm for the platform anymore, you know? So I think, unfortunately, this this should have been the game that they released first yeah. last yeah. year. But it's still really, really good. It's going to get a, a really high score. We should give a shout out to Nathan Hernandez, who is a Game Scoop listener and yes. fifth cell yeah. employee. He's an animator over there. An so. Animator there. I saw his name uh, in the credits last night. It all and comes just... to pass why it's getting such a high score. Uh, no, I am. Mm, oh, that's I'm, that, there's no secret about that. They've paid me very well. Yeah. yeah to oh, say all yeah. that. So. Oh, okay. Speaking of that, I got called a bunny hat for that Def Jam review. Seven <laughs> for, five. Seven five. Seven five. Money <laughs> <five laughs> hat. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I would love it. Nobody was saying money hat uh, when I reviewed Castlevania. <laughs> Uh, no, they did though, but they said other companies paid you to get. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what happened. Now. Uh, Greg, can you talk about what you're playing right now? It comes out next week. Oh, can I? Oh, oh yeah, Dead Space Ignition. I just yeah. got that today. I haven't put it in yet. But, oh, okay. Uh, it's it's installed, ready to go. Okay. So when I get back to that desk, 
do I play the game I'm reviewing, <laughs> or, do I, or do I play DC Universe Online? <laughs> Wait, is, is Ignition the like DLC or the downloadable yeah, yeah. game? Yeah, it ties into your Dead Space lame. 2. Uh, well, let's not go you that far. Shut right? your mouth. Let's not say that. Okay. I, I'm, well, we've, I'm, we've mentioned that before. We've mentioned that before. I'm still hopefully optimistic about it. I, I, I want to see the story. I like the idea. I like the idea that they're trying to go with. We said the art style looks goofy before. <laughs> like people's faces are like. <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> yeah, they they are. Yeah, you can go. For the sh- record, I made a funny face. You can go look at the preview we did because there's the perfect screen cap of that woman's <laughs> face where she's trying to wink, and you're like, "What the hell is she doing?" <laughs> so we'll see if the, it can get past that. Yeah. That comes out uh, PSN XBLA next week. Yeah. Uh, also, Sonic 4 comes out on XBLA next week, and uh, Hillary just put up his review of that. I think he gave it an 8.0. Yeah. He's impressed with it. So, really good Sonic game out there. That's good news for Sonic fans. Hillary does not impress easy when it comes to Sonic games. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. doesn't. Uh, last week, we were, were going to announce we were giving away four issues of ZQ, ZQ. the Dead Rising 2 magazine, uh, which actually are pretty cool. Not a lot of uh, Dead Rising 2 fans out there <laughs> listening to this podcast, apparently. We got we had four magazines away. We got exactly four entrants. Unfortunately, one of them is in the UK, and sending stuff to the UK is too much of a giant hassle. So, sorry, dude. We're going to give away... Especially stuff that says, like, viral outbreak <laughs> yeah, inside exactly. of it. Uh, so, we've got three uh, listeners here from the US. Joshua Weekel and Mike Johnson. How big are their PPs? And Daniel... Latanzio. Uh, those are our winners of the magazines here. Joshua, his, uh, wow, 10, almost 11 million. That's, that's pretty big. And Mike Johnson is over 11 million. Big Johnson. Daniel, he's Jeez. a little down there. He hasn't quite hit a million yet, but he has no competitors. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you guys, uh, winners, make sure you email uh, your address to me at gamescoop at IGN.com. I'll get those in the mail for you. The fourth one, we'll give away on Twitter or Facebook or something. I just burn it. Take just a photo. Burn it. Photo. Email back that UK guy. <laughs> Sorry, your country's far away, dude. Uh, <laughs> a beta for what? Red Faction Battlegrounds is up on uh, PSN, and currently it's only open uh, to PlayStation Plus members, select PlayStation Plus members. But I have a beta code here <gasps> to give away. Uh, this is like the top-down Red Faction vehicular combat game. A little different for Red Faction. Uh, is it anyway, download only? Yes, downloadable game for PSN. So here's a code for that. Red Faction Battlegrounds. F72E F4BM h 2 BM. <laughs> Good luck. Isn't and I, it, isn't and I love the um, Killzone three beta only for plus members too. Yeah, it's kinda, uh, is that their new thing? That uh, well, I mean, standard. They, they want to push you that way. Yeah, uh, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood beta just went uh, live for everyone on PlayStation Plus as well. Um, Killzone. That's a good one to point out. That I believe it's the the way to get into Killzone one is you have to be a PlayStation Plus member, and then in the teens. So that'd be next week, right? Or maybe the week after. I think it's the nineteenth. So the week after. You have to get the Killzone theme off of the PlayStation Store when they update, and there's only ten thousand. The first ten thousand people, five thousand. Is it the, free? Yeah, first five thousand in the U.S. and first or whatever North America, first five thousand in the U.K. get into the beta that way. <laughs> Dang, there's some challenges. There's some stuff there. Get moving. We also have a package here from uh, Japanese listener Eugene Tsuruta. Uh, which are, this is a very thoughtful package. There are a couple issues with it, though. First of all, it was it was sent to us in September, and I just got it because it was only addressed to GameScoop, and our temp uh, oh, receptionist really? doesn't know who to send it to. So, if you ever send anything to us, listeners, send it to uh, send it to me. Send it to Damon Hatfield, and I will 
Make sure it gets to the right people. Man, what a, what a package full so of goodness that is. This is a package full of T-shirts here, which are from Uniqlo in Japan, which is a really cool like clothing store, and they actually have like really cool T-shirts at this at this shop. So Eugene sent us these T-shirts. Unfortunately, <laughs> for people like myself all, uh, and Geddes and Jack, yeah. that we're we're not. We don't wear – these are all larges and extra larges. Yay! But here's – I have a question, though, about that. Because when I was in Japan last month mm-hmm. or early this month, I went to a clothing store in Japan, and I found a couple of T-shirts that I really liked. And mm. I went to try them on. And you run small. Japanese shirts run small. I, they do so run small. So you think small. maybe we wear a large in Japanese I think we might. Well, then maybe we'll try these. Well, because I – it looked like I was like uh, 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 trying to wear like a child's shirt. Like it came – it was like above my belly button. It looked like it had cap sleeves. Like it was crazy. And I, and I was wearing a large. So I see. We'll, we'll have to just see with these. Okay. Maybe we'll he's thinking ahead on What that. are the shirts? I'm Here's excited. the extra large. So you get you – get, this is the Sonic Hedgehog one. Oh, you wear that? Wow. Yeah. Oh, I love Sig. Cool. Open it up. See what we got there. <laughs> Stop lying. Here's, what are you talking about? I'm a Sig fanboy. Everyone knows that. Let me see. Okay, I think this one is going to be good for Jack. Well, that's dope looking. This one's good for you. Word. That's a Parappa the Rapper one. Oh, snap. See, that doesn't look terribly big as an extra large. Yeah, it doesn't look like an extra large yeah, at all. Let's try it on. Let's, <laughs> see. Let's, see. Let's see how it goes. I think Geddes is going to wear the Hadouken. Yeah. Sure. Hadouken. And I'm going to... I think I've, this is a Street Fighter combo shirt I've got here. Man, this is awesome. We're all taking our shirts off here in Gamescape. <laughs> Yeah, this will totally work. You think so? Yeah. Look at that. Look how it actually looks like it might be a little on the small side. Oh, Greg's wearing it right now. It looks yeah. good. Yeah. Greg, that's good on you. How about this one? So this is the Street Fighter combo one. I guess. That's nice. cool. Yeah. Just like that Penny uh, Arcade. I'm going to go ahead and say that this is awesome. Yeah. yeah this thank is you really so much, cool. dude. Yeah, this guy rocks. Eugene rocks. I, actually, now that now I look at these shirts, I think you're right. I think it's just a different size thing with Japanese. Yeah, I mean, in, uh, I they're, the they're, they're, a, they're a tiny people. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> they are. <laughs> Are we all, all right. going to take our shirts off and put well, this stuff on? Shirt, yeah. Okay. Shirt off. yeah, this is really awesome. I mean, I'm getting one wear out of that shirt before it shrinks to becoming a night <laughs> shirt, so I'm not going to waste it today. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Eugene. Hey, let's knock some boots. No. No? Okay. I thought you had a dedicated podcast for knocking boots. We, we still do. do one here. But we don't do them all the time. So, oh, Man, People always do that. Every time I say let's I... knock some boots on the Game Sweep podcast, some uh, participant complains that we're doing it. I don't think because he's I purposely refuse to be on knocking boots because well, yeah. I never want to talk about sex. Yeah, I know you. It makes you very uncomfortable. It does. I'm afraid of it. You me. can leave. I can call you back in. Okay. Listeners, <laughs> the video podcast that we did with Penthouse Pet Ryan Keeley is still coming. And it's good. It's just it's just a delicate matter because it's video and it's very raunchy and we don't put up a lot of like raunchy videos with swearing on them on IGN. So Hillary Goldstein is going to he's reviewing the video. He just has to watch it and like make sure it's gonna be cool. And he's a pretty conservative guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he's been reviewing it for a good seven days. He so just he's keep, on he's basically on the ball. he just basically just keeps forgetting to watch it. So that is still coming. So please stop asking me about it on Twitter <laughs> and Facebook. You have not missed it. When it is live, you will be the first to know. Trust me. I will let you know as soon as that goes live. Can, I, can you tell me next? After them? Yes. After they know, I will let you know. So you said it did. it's live? Is it live yet? <laughs> is it happening? Where send do me, I search after, on Google? Send me that message on Twitter. I okay. really need more Twitter messages okay. asking me where that video okay. of Knocking Boots is.
but right now, we've got Natasha from Pennsylvania. Yeah. She's got a question here for Knockin' Boots. She says, I'm a fairly new listener, but I absolutely love, love the podcast. It makes my longest day better by leaps and bounds. I basically pick up dirty clothes and carry clean clothes up flights of stairs and drive a truck. Anyways, I haven't had a boyfriend in about three years. By choice. It's not that I'm hideous or anything. I just choose not to because I don't know what my ex would do if I were to date another Whoa. guy. <laughs> He's a very non-emotional guy. We dated for a year and he wanted to marry me, but I wasn't exactly attracted to him 100% of the time. I was extremely, I was an extremely religious virgin till, ma- till marriage, good girl, and I fell in love with his personality. He eventually corrupted me with drinking and video games and railing. We were each other's. Oh! <laughs> nice. nice use of railing. We were each other's firsts, so it was all we did. But let's just say he never saw my O face. Oh. No matter what we did, from the Kama Sutra to Dr. Ruth, we couldn't figure it out. And then eventually things kind of fell apart. He was upset for a while, but we became best friends. Although every now and again, he tells me how much he loves and misses me. And he has had one girlfriend since, but even when he was with her, he was begging for me back. I care for him deeply. He's a great guy, and I don't want to lose his friendship, but I can't even talk to a boy without him interfering. I work for his dad, and we have oh, all the same friends. Oh, God. So is there a way I can find him a girlfriend so he can forget all about me? He is a huge geek, hates clubs, but he likes bars. But when we go out, he never talks to any girls. He's a giant, so he's kind of intimidating. So as he's his, a giant. Like literally, like, <laughs> he has to stay outside of the club. And he looms over it. What? With one eye looking in the huge the window, <laughs> picking up the whole window. <laughs> Single tear. What can I do to get him on the right track to railing? You need to tell him off. Yeah, I think yeah. you need to t- take some time away from this guy. Mm-hmm. Right? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it shouldn't be. Her like the the question's completely wrong. You shouldn't be trying to find him a yeah, guy. Yeah, you need to be like getting yourself back into the dating scene. Natasha sounds like a cool girl. Like I hate to think that you're not a truck not hot. not getting out there and like having a good time and dating people because your ex boyfriend is crazy. I don't know what I'll do. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's not a good. He'll scene. put no. them in pies and eat them. <laughs> 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 keep grinding their bones to make some bread. <laughs> she brings a guy else. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him to go fee five fo f off. <laughs> well done, Jack. Uh, uh, Jack's on fire. That's, that's why we hired Jack. Uh, yeah, there's nothing more to say here. This this guy. Uh, it's know. tricky because she works for his dad. You can't. I mean, I mean, I I think she needs another job. Yeah. Right. Like he, that's a, it's just like you're too invested in this guy's life. You I have know. all the same friends. You work for his dad. Like you need to get away from that. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, she sounds cool. So I can think of hundreds of truck driving laundry jobs that she could get. <laughs> There's, they're growing <laughs> off trees out there. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Another huge industry. <laughs> Job's not very good. <laughs> uh, this is Jason. He says, I don't really know who to talk to at the moment. Last night, I was so happy. I took a beautiful girl out on a date. We went around town ninja drinking. You guys know nice. what this is? When you put a brew in a random container and drink it while chatting and people watching. Oh, okay. So, you, that's you, called, so you're just out. That's called being an alcoholic in public. <laughs> yeah, it's like instead of a flask, you have like a water bottle or something and you're drinking vodka. But he says it went fantastic. We had so much fun. We went to an area and a park with a stream by it until pitch dark, then drove up to this area where, where you can see the entire valley of southern Oregon. Hopefully they weren't drinking and driving. <laughs> I think they were. And from there, we went back to her place and watched Three's Company. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> she fell asleep. We missed she fell asleep laying on me as I caressed her. It was all really fantastic. That sounds weird. 
I mean, it, I can understand it being sweet. Your arm around her, and like you're rubbing her arm, and uh-huh. then she falls asleep. But the way he phrased it, now she that she's asleep, I'm gonna <laughs> caress her. I had to work early the next morning and decided I should let her sleep. So at about one thirty in the morning, I told her good night and stuff. But being the opportunist, I said, sorry if this is too forward, gripped her hair, and kissed a good kiss. She wrapped her arms around also me. Also, very awkward Gripped phrasing. her hair. Gripped her hair. <laughs> I'm ow, sorry. Ow, ow. <laughs> but I'm going to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know if the duct tape is chafing. <laughs> got, a, got a long day of delivering laundry <laughs> Oh, so it's the giant guy. <laughs> he doesn't need duct tape. All right. She wrapped her arms around me and dove in. We progressed, knocked boots, and much more. Hey. What's, what's, much, much more. What's much more than knocking boots? I don't know. <laughs> so picks. after... Send us pics. <laughs> after three hours of sleep, I had to get to work. Still so happy, I went and bought a rose and left it on her door to her house. I have a fantastic gut instinct gut instinct and can read people very well after her initial text of thanking me for the beautiful rose i asked some questions about her night and what she was doing later i was going to invite her to a drinking party at my house throwing <laughs> <laughs> a drinking gathering <laughs> drinking the five party. finest wines and whiskeys <laughs> will be brought in front of barrel isn't that just a party yeah, yeah. that's a party uh much to my surprise she had plans for tonight dinner with a guy which guy her boyfriend Oh, I just thought that perhaps you guys could help me out with your opinions and advice. I'm very emotional about this for some reason, like physically feeling ill, fighting back tears, and I'm honestly not sure why. I can't tell if it's a rejection or if it is even rejection. I don't even know. This was our second date. Thanks in advance, Scoop. Well, I have one observation to make. Yeah. Whenever people say they're really good at reading people, that means they're not. Yeah. And that's okay, but I mean, obviously, like, what what were you expecting? You know. Well, this guy went on. He went on a date with a girl and had sex with her and yeah. didn't know she had a boyfriend. Yeah, two dates. So yeah, so this girl is a bitch. Yeah, she's a two-time bitch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless her boyfriend's in a coma and she can't break up with him, <laughs> or he's a giant. <laughs> <laughs> You don't understand. The last guy I had sex with, round him up. I don't know what kind of like situation they have, or like, but like if you have a boyfriend, you should just be you should be upfront about that yeah. beforehand, right? I, yeah, I am plenty, all the time. It's there really are plenty weird. of uh, guys that don't care if you have a boyfriend. So if you say like right up front, I have a boyfriend, but we can still hang out and have sex. Yeah, then they will be good be, to guys go. Like, cool, I'm down with that. But. I'm just curious about the conversation. There's there's something that's left out, right? Because when when he said, can we hang out? And she's like, no, I'm hanging out with my boyfriend. Yeah. What did he say back? Yeah. Was he like, oh, oh that's cool. We'll just oh. get. He texts back, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the point where you're just like, oh, well, I guess we had a fun night and whatever, but I learned my lesson here. Yeah. Like, like, so, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird. I would say move on to somebody who doesn't have a boyfriend. Or at least will tell you that they have a boyfriend before they have sex with Yeah. Let's check in with the listeners. Uh, listeners, remember you can always email us at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Phil did. Phil wants to know, do you think there will ever, there will, what's the matter? I saw a lot of photos. There's a lot of photos. <laughs> oh, so I'm excited. Yeah. The visual podcast. You are, you are really going to like this. Girl. Oh, good. This has something to do with you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's, 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 that's Greg's favorite subject. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> See? 
What does what does Geddes look like when he orders from a waiter? <laughs> oh man, I can't like listeners. Ryan Geddes, I give him a lot. I, I give him a lot of crap in the podcast. And give it's him a lot of crop. Yeah, crops <laughs> like, like apples, and yeah, yeah. walnuts. No, I'm like the, the riding crop. <laughs> riding I'm hitting you. I'm chatting you along. And it's only because I know Damon loves him more than Damon loves me. But and Brian's a great guy, and I do love him. He's very funny. He's very comical. He knows what he's doing. But he's always got this, you know, energy about him. Even when he's depressed, he's very. He's, he's got great motions. He's 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 on the Dave Clayman animation scale of awesomeness. But when it, when he orders from a waiter, something in his head switches, and he just goes. It was dead. Like, I mean, you would think he's catatonic. His eyes, gl- like, do this weird glass. I- There's no emotion behind them. There's just death. So like, Jack, Jack is your waiter. Jack, ask, ask Geddes if he's ready to order. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So are you guys ready to order? <laughs> oh, oh no! Did he just <laughs> he slipped into now, a see, coma? I, I'm, I'm willing to completely accept this. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I look like. But what I will say is that at that lunch that we were all at, where Greg observed this, yeah. Um, I was the only one who ordered, and the waiter heard what I said and registered it and didn't have to re-ask what I ordered. Like, Greg had to reorder, Hill had to reorder, Charles had to reorder, so, you know. And that's on the waiter, though. Well, We're I know. We're talking at normal volume. It wasn't like... Right, but so I was able to connect with him, and he was a, he he See, got oh, what so I was you, saying. Did you directly mind link? Is that why you kind of like blank out? Maybe, because maybe you're like I'm telepathic? trying to like like think, lock in with the I guy. I think it's just that's how you you want it. You know, you're delivering your order. Mm-hmm. Very, like when I when I de- get delivery and I read the credit card off, very uh, you know very five zero <laughs> two three. Yeah. And then I'm ready with the Because you don't want to get through the whole number and have to do it all over again, yeah. or realize that halfway through they stop listening and they're like. Uh, what was after seven? Oh God! So you know, I don't like to like to be direct. Uh, anyway, Phil wants to know: Do you think there will ever be an open world game with fully destructible environments in the foreseeable future? I guess the only problem would be that by the end of the game, the entire game world would be a wasteland. But maybe that could be part of the story or something. Yes. Uh, it could be. Maybe it could be like a a system where every week it resets. So you're destroying this world. It's all destructible and you you have it's a playground for they you to destroy. They rebuild it in real yeah, time. So like every the construction w- workers are there. Well, <laughs> that just it. rebuilt this. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> what are you doing? And you can kill the construction workers yeah. as so, they're rebuilding it. What kind of game would this be? Cuz like I mean uh like War of the Monsters was that fighting game where you were speaking of giants where you were like giant like you know kaiju monsters yeah. and you could destroy the entire city. Like every building yeah. in there was destructible. I mean like is it that kind of game? But like I mean, eat them bigger? the same way on PS that upcoming PSN game, you you make a monster and then you just go through and destroy. Well, what about stuff? like a Fallout game where like you know you could destroy an entire town in Fallout Three? Like, why not make the next Fallout game so that you could just level the destroy entire? The yeah, if you if you had the time and wanted to do that, yeah, be cool. Mm. That sounds cool. James Robinson wants to know uh, what Greg's opinion was of the guy who wants to collect ten million dollars and give it to Weezer to break up. You heard, about, you heard about this? Yeah, yeah. Some guy offered uh, Weezer $10 million. And people are stupid. They got too much time on their hands. Why would you do that? Why do you care? Just don't listen to Weezer music. It's that simple. I don't, I don't like a lot of music. I don't listen to it. I don't walk around going, hey, get us. What's your favorite weird-ass music band? <laughs> oh, music no. band? Probably Monster Zero. <laughs> David, would you break up for $10 million? I would totally break up Monster Zero for $10 million, yes. Uh, this is Brady Anderson. Thought I should write in to ask about a concern I've had for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. He uh, he wants us to further explain double dipping. He says, "How many podcasts can I write into in one week?" For example, I wrote into Podcast Beyond with a different question this week. But is that considered double dipping? No, 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 no. 
just like we're, we, we work in media, we deal in exclusives. That's all we want. We just want an, an exclusive question <laughs> sent into GameScoop that, you know, we don't want you sending the same question into GameScoop and, and Podcast Beyond. The easiest, I mean, you figure lots, I think there's a, not every listener, but a lot of listeners cross over, right? Sure. They listen to the same show. We don't have time to do that. So if I'm not on a GameScoop, there's no way for you to know if we read a question on Beyond. You know what I mean? That's the problem. Yeah. We don't want to waste people's time. There's other questions about dumbass Weezer band people breaking I, up that yeah. we need to get to. I have a backlog of over a thousand GameScoop emails that well, I'll never get to. So, like, let those there, people have. What a do chance. you think the revolution's gonna be? Important <laughs> 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 to know that even if we even if we don't read your question, we still like to get them, and we'll we'll look th- we'll look oh, at yeah, them, I and still, it's not I like mean, we're I going. Read, you're dumb. We're not going to read your question. It's just, yeah. There's only so much time. Exactly. Uh, he also wants to know when, if ever, is it acceptable to send a message directly to your work email? Uh, there's no reason for you guys to ever do that. You can email us at gamescoop at ign.com. And the only, Our I mean, work emails are impossible to crack. It's, You'll yeah, never it's guess not them. that it's not that we're like, oh my god, I can't believe this guy's email. It's more like we get so many emails yeah. that like literally like a we're probably not going to see it anyway, and b like even if we do, we're going to be like, oh really? Come on, I've, I've got yeah, so much crap in my there, inbox. There's already. already there's a place for you to reach us. Yeah. Gamescoop and there's at IGN. Twitter com. and there's Facebook exactly. and there's my IGN. There's plenty exactly. of ways to reach out. Yeah. Keep we're, work to these damn Bobby Amos videos. All right. Are you guys <laughs> on Friendster yet? Is French yeah. the next thing? Is that going to be? Yeah, it's is it good. coming back? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> so you can always reach me on Friendster anytime. <laughs> this is Ben McConnell. Uh, speaking of that, I really want to see the social network. I don't know if we talked yeah, about it. It's very good. You already seen it? Yeah. yeah. That's what I hear. I hear it's amazing. Anyway, Ben McConnell says, I just got a job at EB Games. I got this job all thanks to the many people at IGN.com. My knowledge of all types of video games got me this job, and my knowledge came from your amazing website. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Oh, You're nice welcome. welcome. Make sure you send ten percent of your uh, paycheck over to us. I always wanted to work at two EV Games. I did. No? Too. I made it. To, I made it to the interview I, twice. Babbage's is where I went. Wow, to work. really? Yeah. They interviewed Greg Miller. Let me, and wouldn't hire you. No, let me tell no. you. Uh, I made a. I'm, I know where I. It's not, not glorious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. But I mean, you're a part-time. Job, you know, that's what I wanted. Yeah. As far as part-time retail jobs, I was glad I got discounts on video games. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. This is Jason. He says I have a question pertaining to the Jason. manga Jason? level. The manga level of Comic Jumper, I tried to gather some info of what it looks like, and I wasn't really pleased, so I need to get some insight on what genre of manga it's based on. Uh, Is it like Yowie? Is it over-the-top fighting like Dragon Ball Z, or does it have those shujoy elements of Sailor Moon? Or is it just a mashup of weird crap, and they ended up calling it manga? Yeah, it's more the latter thing. Uh, That level of comic jumper turns black and white, and you move from right to left as opposed to the other levels where you're moving left to right. And there's cute high school girls that with really high voices that come out and attack you, (laughs) and you have a a cute little like floating jelly blob mascot that follows you around everywhere. It's just it's just what the developers at at Twisted Pixel just the the random anima or manga elements they know they are aware of all collected in one level there. This is Ben. He says, last weekend, I celebrated my 21st birthday. Woo! Much fun was had. I decided to do things right. I went to Burger King to get one of their cardboard crowns. (laughs) And when the clock struck midnight, my friends and I cheered. I donned my crown, (laughs) sauntered into my friend's favorite karaoke bar. What will be your first legal drink in America, my friend asked, preparing to buy me whatever I could ask for. Here we go. Yes. The answer is simple. Without hesitation, I yelled, a Floridora, my good man. After explaining how to mix a Floridora to the bar. <laughs> yep. 
I had a delicious prelude to a long night of getting panda. Having spent some time living in Montreal, the overall experience of turning one was slightly cheapened, but not my but not by much, because I quickly learned that the girls in Vermont bars are much more warm to my form than the comparatively <laughs> snooty and French talky Quebecois. Yeah. The Quebecois girls of Montreal. Wow. I like this guy. It's, it's funny. If things keep going as well as they have so far, I have a wonderful year of knocking the boots ahead of me. <laughs> I just wanted to share this momentous occasion of my life with you all. It's as the crown that got the girl. The yeah. Oh, I've yeah. been enjoying Game Scoop for nearly three years now. Thank you, and I love you all very much. Aww, <laughs> He's still drunk. <laughs> yes. We are madly in love with you, too. Yeah, that's babe. a good story. Uh, this is Alex. He wants to talk about Drop 7. He says, I know there are some resident Drop 7 addicts among the Scoop crew. These days, I am unable to make boom boom or go to sleep without playing a few rounds. I think he means go, go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, that's a, he, knows, he knows you don't want to say boom. Yeah. Make, no, it's an adventure. never heard it called yeah. make boom boom. <laughs> it's an adventure time reference. Okay. Very nice, Alex. Good job. But I haven't been able to get it to stick with any of my friends in order to battle their high scores. So I'm curious as to some of the high scores within the Scoop Royalty so that I may gauge my current skill and set goals. My current high score is 380,000 in hardcore mode. That's higher than me. I think my, I'm like 340,000. It's my highest score. Uh, am I the only one in here that plays Drop 7? Mm. Yeah, I, don't, I don't play it. There are other uh, people in the office. Scott Hill's Bromley, Hill is really into it. Levi likes it. It's an amazing game. But then there's also people like the Bryans in the office that hate it. They think it's it feels like doing math work to them. Yeah, that's why I never look. I, I, all I see numbers. is numbers when I look yeah. at it. I it play is. Carcassonne and Words with Friends. Those are my big games on iPhone right now. You, you do play Words with Friends? Yeah. Oh, you said, told me you don't. No, I do. I was okay. like one you of the first few people. You yeah. don't want to play with me. That's what. Well, that's it's, what. Like, it's like play, I'd be like playing with a toddler. Like, yeah. what's, the, what's the fun of that? I made a three-letter word the other day. I'm sure you did. You know, that doesn't really help me out. <laughs> but I'm playing with Chris trip. Carl. Chris Carl and I have an epic match going on right now. All right. I'm going to send you an invite. All right. Words with Friends. I play with Levi. He kicks my ass. <laughs> yeah. God, he d- demolishes me. I beat Levi. Well. Whoa. This I, is, I didn't uh, say always. I can't remember how many matches we've played, but I do remember beating him. This is Emily. She has a question for Greg Miller. That's me. She says, Mr. Greg Miller, please do not get angry. Oh, God. But I have a question regarding your favorite superhero, Superman. Well, right there, you're wrong, Emily. <laughs> Everyone knows my favorite superhero is Superboy, Connell. No, half the DNA of Superman, half the DNA of Lex Luthor. No. Not Bang. strong enough to defeat Spider-Man. He railed. Wonder Girl. Well, he's older now. Now he can do it. <laughs> now he can do it. If, he if defeated Marvel Superboy DC, Prime and saved back. the universe. And then he came back from the dead. I think that we should count something, right? Sure. All right, anyways. I'll answer Superman question. So is this question null and void? No, no. I'll, I, what's, I'll she wants to know, why do you like Superman so much? I personally find him boring. He has all his superpowers. What's, chal- what's to challenge him in saving the world? Uh-huh. I've never found him particularly interesting because he seems to have no weakness apart from kryptonite, which is a pretty lame weakness. Yeah. Doesn't weakness make a hero seem more human and more interesting? Now, I admit my knowledge of comics is limited, which is why I'm asking you to defend Man of Steel. I respect your opinions on IGN, whether I agree with them or not, so I figured if anyone could convince me of Superman's merit, it would be you. I'm actually willing to give him a chance. Please tell me all the great things about Mr. Clark Kent. I'm not, a, I'm not offended by the question at all, Emily, so don't worry about me getting angry. It's, she it's, says, P.S., please don't kill me. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. You've already dispatched your ninjas. Yesterday, I did give up pick-up pick advice. One was trying to follow a girl home with a snowblower to <laughs> chop up her legs. So I understand that, Emily. I would not do that to you. Uh, that, see, here's the problem with Superman, right, is that uh, the original Superman film was really good, right? And everybody liked it. Richard Donner movie, 1970s. You know what I'm talking about here? 
problem was that that was pre-Crisis Superman. So he's way too powerful. Like, he reversed the Earth and, you know, <laughs> rewound time. That's a little bit harder to get behind. And then Superman Returns sucked because, you know, there was no fights. Boring. But Zod was in it. No, he wasn't. Oh, oh, no, oh, in, yeah, in Superman one. 1 and 2, sure. But yeah. I'm talking about... Anyways. Not Superman Returns. Anyways, uh, okay. Superman... What I dig about him, right, is that he's a good story. If he's told right, he has plenty of weaknesses. He's weak. He's weak to magic, of course. He doesn't. He's <laughs> of course. I didn't know that. <laughs> of course. I'm, I'm sorry, David. <laughs> Everybody knows Superman didn't is weak to magic. Did you follow the plot of Mortal Kombat versus DC? <laughs> Thank oh, you, yes. Jack. The Anyways, dumbest game of 2009. When I'm saying this, I'm not. I'm not saying, of course, everyone should know these things. But the problem is that everybody has this interpretation in the movie where he was too powerful. He isn't that powerful anymore in comics or whatever. But when you have a good story, that's where I connect to Superman and what I like about Superman. He, I write, like, write, I don't dig at all about the movies that, you know, he went to the Fortress of Solitude when he graduates high school and his dad dies. And I'm going to go to the Fortress of Solitude for, like, 10 years and come out when I'm 30 and then just have a journalism degree. That I hate. You know what I mean? No, no, Mr. Superman, no asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Can you just give him? Uh, no, no. So like now in comics, no. I just enjoy the you know the story of him you know being you know basically an American, a human or whatever, like having this dual identity, not being connected to Krypton in the way he is, you know, being in love with Lois, stuff like that. There's he's got plenty of things. Right now, there's a great if you wanted to start picking up, pick up uh, starting with Superman seven hundred and one that just came out. Uh, it's only it would still be in back issues, or whatever. It's a story of basically him trying to reconnect with he just there was this whole thing where he followed these Kryptonians, right? Which is of course I'm not interested in space, so I didn't like that story arc at all. <laughs> but now he's trying to connect again, and sh- you know, get back to his roots. So he's literally doing a Forrest Gump. His roots in space. No, no, he's doing a Forrest Gump uh, and walking across America, uh, helping people out on the way, doing little tasks, stopping. Well, you know, it's a very interesting story of like. First off, it points out how ridiculous a superhero is. Like, to see Superman walking down the street in, like, his outfit. But it's interesting. And it's a good story. Also read Kingdom Come, a great story of how just Superman's uh, vulnerability is his emotions. Does anybody else have favorite superheroes? Like, if you had to pick a favorite superhero, what would it be? When I was a kid, I liked Wolverine and the Punisher. Okay. That's what I read. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, Nightcrawler was by far my favorite superhero. I also like The Flash if I had to pick a DC one. My favorite superhero to this day, still, is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There is no better would... superhero than her, in my opinion. Sorry, real quick. Emily, mm-hmm. so yeah, pick up Kingdom Come if you want a really good Superman story, and then if you want one that's more set in our times, because that one's up often like the future that could happen, pick up uh, Superman Up, Up, and Away, which is right after the one year later jump. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we have uh, a wonderful piece of artwork from user Panda Musk, which is great. <laughs> wow. great, great username. Yeah. Chili Philly, look out. <laughs> Someone's coming for you. He says, uh, just listen to this week's GameScoop. Laughed my ass off. I had to do a Sharktopus sketch in homage to uh, the shenanigans on the podcast. I even included the Robo Boob Mountain. Oh! Opposing forces. <laughs> yes. In the background. Yes, yes. So, here we go. Greg being attacked by Whoa. the Sharktopus. But... Oh, there's the Robo Boobs yes. in the background. How to survive a Sharktopus attack. Lesson one, change your name. Haha, <laughs> I'm not even Greg, I'm the Taliban. That's excellent, yes. Oh, there's a treasure chest at the bottom. Oh, nice. <laughs> so is that it is? Remind us what the Robobo Mountain was. Uh, last week we talked about how uh, EA was giving in to demands of people who were upset about the Taliban, and so they changed their names to opposing in Medal forces in Medal of Honor. And so uh, we, I made a bunch of Taliban jokes the entire show, one of which being that 
the Taliban, you know, would trick you into coming after them by calling themselves the opposing forces, then reveal themselves to be the Taliban, and then have a giant robot woman sit up out of the sand. <laughs> so you thought there was mountains behind him, but it was a robot boob, and the robot woman stood up, and then it started smashing everybody. Yes, exactly. Uh, good. Good. Because they have that kind of technology. That yeah. was the joke. Oh, yeah. Another <laughs> thing that's really impressive about this is that he said it was sketched using brushes on the iPad. Oh, oh wow. Cool. Wow, really? Yeah, that's that's amazing. Cool. Nice. So, uh, Greg Miller, if you want to sure. put this up on the big board there. Thank you, Panda Musk, for yes. your contribution. Oh, I'm sorry? Extra Life is uh, one week. Next Saturday, October 16th, we will all be uh, playing video games all day for charity. What's what's the time? So 8.30 in the morning is when it starts, Greg? 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. to 8 a.m. Okay. Uh, sorry, next Saturday, October 16th. So uh, you can, we're all like, you know, donate to any one of us that you so choose. Are we all participating here? You're doing that too? Yeah, yeah, we all. The thing is, like, we, we need your support, but we re- we just really need donations. Like, yeah. that that's, at the end of the day, that's what this is all about, right? Like, yeah. it's, this we're, we're for, doing this for the Children's Hospital yeah. here in Oakland, and, you know, they need, they need a lot of stuff. And, and we're, we're going to be you streaming. Uh, yeah, sessions all day of us playing games. Uh, so do we have stuff scheduled already? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff. I don't know if we're ready to announce it yet, but uh, we're gonna be playing. So like, it started off where it was just gonna be a, a stream window, right, with yeah. a dumb webcam. But then Chris Ostertag got involved and tends to be awesome at everything he does. Yeah. So there's, it's gonna be like IGN for Haiti. There's gonna be a full-on studio set up, a host walking you through everything. Uh, we're booking hour-long slots in the main studio, which we're calling the main stage of unreleased video games, stuff that isn't out in stores yet that we will just be sitting there playing. There'll be direct feed coming yep. to your screen. There'll be us talking about it. We're going to have some guests come in to play with us. A lot of cool games, a lot of AAA titles. Yep. Uh, tinyurl.com slash extra IGN for all. October 16th. Be there. It'll be a fun day. That's all the scoops we have for you this week. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Greg. My name is Damon. This is IGN GameScoop. We're out. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.